You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Tell the tackle, take the defensive end if he's open, if he's not, you drive down the first man to his inside. Pull back and get him. Take the first man outside the offense. No one shows. Go right by them and feel them back. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker in, What's up, guys? Welcome to Packers Total Access. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. I'm joined alongside my co-host, Jacob, from the Packernet Fantasy Podcast. We got Tim live in Green Bay, and we still got the Chalk Talk emblem up here. Of course, I went live with Chalk Talk about 20 minutes ago, so we're already screwing things up right off the bat. Jacob, that's just how we roll, man, right? I tell you, I tell you. Hey, that was a good Chalk Talk. By the way, did you see I commented? Because I didn't get an invite. Clay, <laughs> hey, I, I didn't, get, I didn't get time, bro. I, I looked up and it was six o'clock, and I went, you know what? I got time. Let's do this. <laughs> so I just ran with it. But want to give a shout out to uh, everybody in the chat. We got the PTA posse out in force, but we got a uh, Red Mo in the chat. We got Mano. We got Kevin Rogers. Um, let's see Mike Berry in the house. Zane Strong, Elevated Shine, Doug. Appreciate you guys. And let's just kind of kick off with some of these real quick. Kevin Rogers says, let's go Packer Nation. So excited for the dub onto Atlanta. Amen, Kevin. Amen. That's going to be a tough one, man. It's going to be tough going down there on the road. Um, I like what they do with their running game. They play kind of old school football. And uh, that's that's going to be a good test for this young Packers team. And I'm excited to see how that one uh, plays out. Mano says, uh, great chalk talk, by the way. I appreciate you. Appreciate you watching, man. Definitely. Um, let's see here. I think this is worth reading. Kevin Rogers says, also – uh, non-football related. Remember to give your friends and family love. I watched a mother or daughter lose their lives on the road this weekend because of texting and driving. Be safe. Man, I hate to hear that, Kevin, dude. That's That sucks, man. And, and it's, you know, when I started to read your comment, I thought you might say something about 9-11. I didn't expect that, but uh, that sucks to have to experience that too. So, man, first for them. That, that And obviously today being 9-11, man, it just, 
you know, we're sitting over here getting fired up and, and upset about football games. And then when you think about what today represents and, and all that, man, it's just sometimes it's good to slow down, put things into perspective. Right. But uh, you stay safe out there, Kevin on the road, buddy, for sure. Um, let's see here. He also said, uh, also thanks to the PTA guys. Y'all's work is appreciated and it helps me during the long runs. Always stock to be a part of the convo with the boys. They would appreciate you making us a part of it, man. Like I said, Zane in the house. All right, here we go. Elevator shine already talking in trash. We got prison Matt in the house says, Go pack go. Is it just me or does Rogers' helmet look bigger? It's like he's wearing the guardian cap. He knows he doesn't have an offensive line, so he beefed up the beefed up the helmet. <laughs> Doug in the chat says, uh, appreciate Clayton Nexus and those breakdown. Clayton, do you coach or did you coach? No, I've got a lot of people on me about that, man, but I should probably say no comment, but I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it. I'm not politically correct, and uh, the way the school systems work, I was a public school kid. A um, lot different today than it was back then. I wouldn't last ten damn minutes in the, in the school system, bro. I'm just being honest with you. Yep. Um, and there's been many parents say that's why we need you, but now's not the time. So that's hopefully that makes sense. Um, let's see. Zane in the chat says I trust our defense against any team. Gray Matter 2006, he actually commented something similar last night. He said, professionalism, totally absent is back. Here's to more fun. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> talking about how unprofessional we was, and he absolutely loved it. So that's uh, that's what you're going to get here for sure, man. Um, let's see here. All right, last one, then we'll get into the show. I, I apologize. Tom Spalding, great chalk talk. Left a comment there with a link to watch Chicago media discuss the game, including Coach Wanstead. Uh, they were pretty brutal on the Bears. Yeah, I, I heard about that, man, and rightfully so, dude. That, that team didn't look ready to play, man. I And, and again, you know, Jacob, we kind of talked about it last night, man. I wasn't overly impressed with love. I love the fact – I love seeing up look, – looking up and seeing three touchdowns, no interceptions. That fires me up, man. But he was off the mark. He was late on some throws. And a good team, that's a much, much closer game. But uh, Aaron Jones, what an X factor, dude. My goodness. Um, yeah, so – all right, before we go around the horn here, let's kind of – well, let's do that. Let's go around the corn, around the corn, around the horn. <laughs> Jacob, you first. Talk about your corn. Nah. So <laughs> you had a night to sleep on it, right? How do you feel about the game 24 hours – well, I guess, yeah, over 24 hours later. Well, let me say first, I barely had a night to sleep on it. We did our uh, our post-game show, and I, I woke up early that morning. I was so excited. And so, like, I was – lethargic by the end of the night i had to wake up every monday i have to wake up at freaking 4 a.m to do inventory at the restaurant that i work at which is old southern barbecue.com which you can find their spices and sauces at old southern barbecue.com you can use packernet code packernet 15 huh? <laughs> usually when i wake up at 4 a.m i'm like <laughs> just freaking shoot me in the face right no i shouldn't say that oh, uh, there it is here we go uh, this morning i woke up and i was like Let's go. Let's get up and let's start the day. Let's go, bro. Because I see, I just what I wanted to listen to was not even Packers coverage. Because that would be like the, the kind of the gluttony there, right? You'd you'd want to hear yourself. You know, you want to hear your own team's praise. What I actually went into, and I sent you this claim. I just typed in Chicago Bears post game on YouTube, and then I just started watching. <laughs> and uh, these guys are, um, well, are they a mess? To reference my first comment, yeah, they're uh, they're out there starting to – they need to call some certain hotlines, I think, because these guys are talking about jumping off bridges. They're tanking for the first pick again. I mean, these guys are just 
they're losing it and they're and it's what they're talking about it's not you know irrational uh i have a yeah. few notes here and i think are you saying they're they're upset a little bit i'm here to tell you right now we don't care let me tell you right, let me tell you <laughs> we don't care go ahead no, and actually, that's one of the guys that uh, right before I, I hopped on here, I was trying to look at more of the um, kind of like the punditry of the uh, the ESPN type folk. And uh, my gosh, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp are still planting <laughs> their feet in the ground and saying that they are the worst team. I, I should say they are saying now we went from being the worst team that's ever going to play in the NFC to now we're, we're ranked four. But we're not going to beat San Fran. We're not going to beat, you know, uh, uh, the Eagles. We're not going to beat Dallas. And the way that um, they talk down to, I think it's, is it Orlovsky, the guy that seems like he kind of knows what he's talking about? The only person on ESPN. <laughs> he, uh, Orlovsky was like, yo, you guys are insane. Like, did you just watch what we just watched? And they're like, yeah, well, it's against the Bears. And then he goes, you guys just told me the Bears were good. Like three minutes. <laughs> right. You guys were just saying that Justin Fields was an elite quarterback. That the Bears were going to have a great defense, and that all this like, and then now you're like, well, they're only going to be top four in the NFC, dude. Do you guys have any respect for yourselves? Do you have any wherewithal? Do you have any knowledge that the internet exists? Did you get high today and forget what you said yesterday? That's my question. I don't understand that. Shannon Sharp had the nerve of calling Orlovsky. Goes, are you high? And then (laughs) he said, stay off the weed. And yeah, exactly. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Once stay more. off the damn weed. I just don't understand how he actually came to. I, I, I want to believe that it's just the fact that they're getting paid enough to talk and be combative. But like, oh, good God. I, I can't even handle it. I can't handle it, Clayton. I can't. I understand, man. I completely understand. Tim, how about you, buddy? How you feeling uh, 24 hours later after that dub? I mean, you know, like I said, it, it, it's never. I guess the best way to put it, things are never as bad as they seem, but they're also probably never as good as they seem, right? But how do you feel about it, man, 24 hours later? Well, 24 hours later, and the Bears still suck. So I'm <laughs> feeling pretty, pretty good about that. The Bears um, still suck. The Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. Oh, sorry. I thought we were singing. Okay. Um, Aaron Jones comes to mind. Aaron Jones, as I've had some time to to think about this, um, Aaron Jones is the heart and soul um, maybe of this entire team. Um, There's a lot of characters and personalities, um, but I feel like uh, certainly the heart and soul of the offense. um, And we can complain all we want about lack of touches or targets or utilization. Um, but if there's one thing we know about Aaron Jones, whether we want to admit it or not, is I'm not going to use the word fragile, but I'm going to use the words handle with care and load management. And he has always been, um, you know, lightning in a bottle and an explosive player. However, he can pull up with a hammy. He could pull up with an ankle he could get knocked around too much. And, you know, the reason he's been able to play with us as long as he has and had the career that he's had is because of load management. Absolutely. So I think when we when we don't see him getting utilized like we as fans want to see, it's like you guys got to realize, like, Aaron Jones is not the type of back that you you ride for four quarters. You just You just don't do that. And if you do, 
you know, his, we might, he might not even be a Packer right now. We, you know, he might've been gone a few years ago. So uh, I think that's important to keep in mind, but just to see him yesterday, he was definitely an X factor. Um, and, you know, I talked about this before getting the most out of our guys when, when we can, and whenever he was on the field yesterday, we got the most out of Aaron Jones. So I don't think it's so much of touches and getting, getting to see him get the ball a lot. I think it's about, you know, understanding, you know, load management and the type of player that he is and the type of role that he has in this offense. Yeah. No, I think it's very well said, man. Um, Doug in the chat says, didn't the five, uh, five Fox pregame analysts all pick bears. I don't know if they did, but I know NFL networks did Jacob. Did you confirm they I, did as well? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's either one of the two, but yeah. I would say that eight out of the 10, <laughs> they, yeah, it's oh, just so fun to watch. I love it. I love it. Let them, let them keep doing it, man. That's what I was saying. Let's embrace the underdog role. I'm not letting anybody forget that they picked us to finish dead last in the North, dead last, which means if we finished third, it was a good season, which means if we finish second, they're idiots. If we finish first, we need to be insufferable. Period. Case closed. Oh, um, your chat. Yeah, chat. Just oh, come on, chat. Chat just says 65%. 65%. 65%. That's what we <laughs> The Jets game is on right now. They actually showed Aaron running out with the American flag on 9-11. Um, again, listen, guys, I still like Aaron Rodgers. Now, there's a draft pick on the line. I hope he plays every snap and the Jets don't win a game. <laughs> right? That's that's the way I feel as a Packers fan. But I like the I way you said that, Clayton. What's that? I like the way you said that. Yeah. I, I still like Aaron Rodgers, too, but I love the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Manoa in the chat said, Jacob, you need an LVN jersey to go next to the 52 on the wall. Listen, LVN didn't have like this great breakout game, but how freaking cool is it that he got a first sack, first sack of his career, and he ran down Justin Fields doing it? I was going to say, the way he ran down. So Justin Fields, he he tried to set the edge, right? Or he did set the edge. And Justin Fields said, I can beat this guy. I can can roll out. No, you freaking can't. He did not gain a yard, and he I, I guarantee he was like, oh, crap. As soon as he rolled out, dude, LVN, I'm telling you, I, I've been more skeptical of him than I have been. I'm a homer for all Packers. You guys know that about me. I'm a UDFA, seventh-round, sixth-round guy. <laughs> I don't like typically the first and second-round guys because I just feel like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just one of those guys. I want the underdogs. Yeah. LVN performed. He did great. He did amazing. He looked so freaking good. And can we talk about it? We can maybe segue into this later. Second year jumps by Quay Walker and Devontae White. Oh, yeah. Ready oh, to roll, man. My God. And do, hey, listen, I have n- heard no one, and this isn't a shot at either of you. I'm talking about Twitter, everything. I have heard no one say Joe Barry's name. And do that game plan, that contained game plan that he put together. What I uncovered Amazing. watching the film, watching the tape, I'm two passes through right now. I haven't completed the third. But when they ran their 34 base, they ran a 99 contain. They basically had a double nine tech on the outside, and they played outside contain. When they ran their nickel 245, they ran ET stunts, which basically crashed in with the edges, not every snap, but the majority of the passing snaps. And out of the formations, you could tell they were adjusting at the line. Out of the formations in which they watched the tape, they scouted Justin Fields and said, okay, out of this specific uh, set, you know, uh, uh, a trips left, nub right, where the strong side of the formation is on the right, he likes to roll right. Okay, cool. Let's do that ET stunt on that side. When when they did that, 
Basically, they crashed the ends in. The tackles looped around. He had nowhere to go on the outside. The Lucas Van Ness sack you're talking about, Jacob, was the 34 front, 99 contained. That's what it was. It was absolutely gorgeous. And speaking of last night, let's do this, man. Let's kind of jump into some of the stuff that we uncovered today. Guys, when we go live for the postgame show, especially on a win, it gets rowdy quick, right? I mean, we we were talking over each other, and it happens. And, and really, I kind of want this show to be that. I don't want it to be all formal and professional. I want it to be just a bunch of Packer fans hanging out talking ball. There'll be time to be not necessarily professional. You're not going to get that with my accent. But there'll be time to break down the tape, talk about stats, all that stuff. But, um, you know, it's funny. You, you kind of look over a lot of things, and there was something Ryan was trying to share last night. We're going to share here in a second, which I think is really cool. We're going to get back to the chat in a second, guys. We have not forgot about you. I promise you that. Um, but this right here was cool. David Bakhtiari on a play. <laughs> saluted the, the Chicago Bears fans. And for those of you on the pod, I'm basically showing the screenshot of it. They they came to the line. I should post the video, but I'm not going to do it. They came to the line. They started to get set. And you know how sometimes the offensive tackle will point out to the left or something? He'll It looked like he was pointing out, but he literally throws the bird up at the Chicago Bears fans. It was absolutely phenomenal. Bach was on another level trolling those Bears fans. I mean, Tim. Dude, how beautiful is that right there? That screenshot. Oh, hold on, can you can you guys hear? Can you guys hear this? Hold on. You hear that? I'm cracking, I'm cracking a daddy soda for box oh, yards. No. <laughs> I like it. I'm not gonna chug it. I can't do the the Bakhtiari power chug, but but I I will crack a daddy soda right now for for David Bakhtiari carrying the G very well yesterday, and. Uh, Pretty pretty good game for a guy who uh, had some veteran rest and didn't practice a lot, huh? Yeah, I would say, man. I'd say, and you got to be careful of those daddy solos, man. You get too many of them, dude. You start stumbling around the house, you're gonna be like this. On my knee. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta be, uh, you gotta watch that, man. You gotta watch. That. I thought that was cool about Bach there, Jacob. Here's the next thing, man. This is really cool. We tried to show this last night and and had a hard time doing it. Uh, Ryan was showing it on his screen, and and I am just so technically unsound that I couldn't get the volume right for you guys to hear it. Hopefully, you can hear it a little bit better. For those of you on the pod, post game, you may have already seen it. I want to share it on here. I think it's really cool. They're doing a post game interview with Jordan Love, and Jordan Love is extremely humble. He's the guy that's just going to kind of stay quiet and yeah, and put it on his teammates and and dude, everybody has been chirping. All the birdies have been out chirping. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's always the ones that look like they haven't struggled a day in their life that wants to beat somebody else down. They're those guys that, I mean, they they are so they have such a punchable face, right? That's just, <laughs> it's how it always is. They were born on third base, and they act like they hit a damn triple. And, yep. and they've been just dogging him all offseason, right? Jordan, I – like I said, I put. I told you I was going to do it. I did it. I put Adam Shine on a milk cart, and he blocked me. I can't believe he blocked me. What a softy. But isn't it amazing that someone can go on national media in front of mil- millions of people over the radio waves and, and say, Jordan Love can't play football. But if I put him on a milk cart and he blocks me, soft as baby crap. That's what he <laughs> Here it is, the post game. Rashawn Gary basically telling Jordan Love, no, dude, don't, no. You tell them about it. Talk to them. Like, like basically saying, y'all doubted me. Check this out. Stop playing with them. Stop playing with them. Stop playing with them. Stop 
Eric, Eric Stokes Jr. in there, too. I was just going to say, Tim, if you notice, that's Eric Stokes also in the background. Yeah. Like, yo, yep. And that's, oh. and that's Aaron Andrews doing her best not to look slightly terrified because she, <laughs> she saw it. She was she saw Rashawn, Rashawn was dead serious. Like I said, that guy wakes up with that intensity every morning and eats his cornflakes, like with that level of heat. Like he is all fire, and I love it. Yeah, definitely, man. He, it's a team leader, bro. He's a team leader. Plain and simple. Get that, get that man a contract. Pay that man his money. Pay that man his money. Let's see here. Go ahead. Jump into just a weird segue here. Um, to, just just to highlight how freaking awesome this game was, guys. The Bears had, if I'm not mistaken, two pressures on the game. The Green two. Bay Packers had an NFL high of 26 pressures. That's amazing. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now... Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. How many, how many was it? 26. Golly, dude. That's insane. Insane. I love it, dude. And they were fired up after the game. It was like the locker room scene was really, really cool. And I've got that video I'm going to play right here. It came from Packers.com. Really, really, really cool. Basically, just to set the stage, um, you've got Matt LaFleur giving out game balls, and he's going to mention Kenny Clark. And just a little backstory, real quick. Kenny Clark's dad has been incarcerated for some time. I mean, his entire NFL career. His dad has never watched him play. Well, he served his time and got to watch Kenny play for the very first time yesterday. And Kenny came out and played with his hair on fire. And then he gives another game ball to Jordan Love. And I want you to listen to how this locker room reacts to him giving that game ball to Jordan Love, man. This is it's what we always say, the, the old Bill Belichick quote, we're building a team, we're not collecting talent. This is it right here on display. All right, hey, listen up real quick. First of all, going into the game, we talked about being plus two. We talked about being plus two. We're plus two today. Understand, at halftime, it's 10 to 6. And what we do in that second half? We got after it for four quarters. So give it up for yourself for that. You got to give it up to this guy. His dad was in attendance today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
J-Love. Yes, sir. 15 to 27. Hey, it don't get no better than that, fellas. Goosebumps. Absolute goosebumps. I love uh, Aaron Jones leading the pack on three chant, too. Yes. I love it. I love Absolutely. it. And prison Matt in full effect. We got a we got a prison Matt F bomb deleted out of the out of the footage That's so perfectly. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> you know what I told him, man? I said don't delete it. They said we gotta delete it. I said don't delete it. All right, hey, 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 hey. That's just the way we talk in the clink. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. All right, man. Let's see here. Let's get back to the chat real quick. <laughs> Doug says seems the locker room is lighter. And not as serious. I, I will tell you this. I just glanced over at the Jets game and seen literally as soon as my eyes hit the screen, I seen Rodgers get blasted on a second down pass. I'm, I'm trying not to watch it. I'm going to try to. Well, he's laying down right now on the field. Is he hurt? Are you serious? He's sitting down. Shut your mouth. What is what? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Live update here. Why is he laying down? Did he get his bell rung? Shut Let's see here. Hold up. Let's watch hey, it. Are you messing with me? No, we're giving you live updates here. Oh, Lord, yeah, unbelievable. Oh, oh, no, I just got multiple text messages just now. Oh, shoot. What's wrong with him? They, he had, is- it's the calf. Oh, it's got to be the calf. I'm willing to bet you it's the calf. He just went down. Well, oh, crap. Hey, listen. We'll keep Locker. the things positive. Everybody shut up. Turn your TVs off. We're <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um Let's get back to the chat. We got us uh, Mike Everett in the chat. He's got a uh, super chat. Mike, thank you for supporting the channel, buddy. He said Rashawn's piss was boiling, dude. That no. guy, <laughs> he is so he is so ready for football, dude. It ain't even funny. Oh, and yes, Aaron Rodgers was just taken out of the game. Zach Wilson is now in. Oh my God, Clayton. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Donald in the chat said it best, man. He says 65% already going downhill. Um, 65%. 65%. We need to slow it down to where Mark Murphy said. Where was the contact on that play? I didn't see it, bro. Conspiracy yeah. theory. He's, he's tanking. Conspiracy. Tell me, tell me yeah. he's not pulling a, a, a Jay Cutler. That's what and I'm we're saying. Gonna, and we're going to see him riding the exercise bike the rest of the day. Yeah. No doubt. Be real, dude. This is how it's going to be all year long. I know there's some people going. I don't care about Rogers. Let's let's talk about the Packers. But everybody in the chat is like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the best thing. At Greg Janikowski said, tape him up. <laughs> Give him a bunch of perks. Let's go. He loves it. <laughs> the perk. <laughs> on my knee. Um, you know. Oh my god. Oh okay, my god. Worst case <laughs> scenario, if he doesn't play another snap, what's the pick we get? Is it fourth round or fifth? That's what I'm trying to. I, I, I mean, what does it become? What is it now? What, what was the question? Worst case scenario, he doesn't start another snap in this year. What's what's our pick? It's a second round pick, right? Yeah, it's a second. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so we're between round. a first or a second round no, with this. Hey, you guys in the chat, listen. You guys in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. It, believe me, I'm I'm married. My wife reminds me I'm wrong all the time. But I think the way it works is 65% of the snaps. If he plays 65% of the snaps, then the Packers get their first round pick. If he doesn't play 65%, then he get they get their second round pick. I think that's what it is. So 
Um, okay. We got a super chat here. John Baker in the chat. Appreciate you, buddy. He said, Rogers, come on, dude. Be a Packer. Get up. We need 65. <laughs> you know it, man. You know it. Yeah. Elevated Shine confirmed. Prison Matt said, hey, listen, don't make me push you up against the wall. He said, second round <laughs> is what it is. So. Yeah, second round. Everybody's confirming second round. I, trust me. I, I I trust our listeners way more than I trust. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. Let's do this. Let's get on to the next segment here. Um, Wanted to talk about the PFF grades real quick, okay? Because these are a lot of fun. Let's start with the team, and then we'll do a quick break, and then we'll come back with all the players, okay? So here's the team team PFF grades. It's so funny seeing Prison Matt up there. But, again, John Baker, thank you so much <laughs> for the super chat, buddy. I appreciate you. And, oh, by the way, John Baker, Jacob, I'm sending you his address. He was the one who won the Aaron Rodgers uh, jersey patch, okay? All right, cool, yeah. So I'm going to you that address. You can get that out to him. I'll cover the cost of shipping. Just, yeah, I'll, I'll, whatever I got to do, I'll, I'll send it over to you, PayPal or whatever. We're, we're still looking for iheasy340. Okay. So if you drop in and you see this, if anybody sees him, hey, if somebody could try to tag him in the chat, that would help me a lot. iheasy, H E E Z Y 340. Tag him in the chat. And if he drops through, we need to get him to send me an email. Don't try any funny business either. I know nobody in here right now would. But I've got ways to confirm that it is actually the person, um, like I did with John Baker here. And uh, he says, thanks again, guys. No, thank you, John. We appreciate you supporting us, buddy. Enjoy that uh, piece of memorabilia. Um, we, uh, I've got ways to make sure someone doesn't just create a fake email account and, and then try to get, you know, that, that type of thing. I know our listeners wouldn't do that, but I could see a, a knucklehead Bears fan rolling through and trying to do something like that and stealing somebody's prize. But anyway, back to the PFF grades. So week one outside of the Jets Bills game okay so far here are the overall team PFF grades they're on the screen I'm gonna read them for everybody on the podcast first uh number one San Francisco 49ers they absolutely I mean they look dominant 83.3 number two Dallas Cowboys 82.0 number three Miami Dolphins 80.3 number four Atlanta Falcons 76.7 number five Green Bay Packers 75.3. All right, now since we've got it pulled up and the Atlanta Falcons are our next opponent and they're sitting there right above us in fourth place, let's look at what they did well, okay? Obviously a 76.7 overall PFF grade. Their offensive grade was only a 63.9, okay? So we had a better offensive grade. Their passing grade was horrible at a 51.8. Their pass blocking, oh my goodness, 40.9 <laughs> pass blocking grade. Oh, bro. Um, receiving grade, 67.0. Uh, running grade 68.8. That's what they're kind of known for. B. John Robinson, I think he'll be the real deal. We got to stop that run. The run blocking 64.4. On the defensive side of the ball, that's where they dominated. Defensive grade 79.2. Run defense 72.4. Tackling grade was 55.9. Pass rush was 61.6. Coverage grade 81.0. And their special teams was a 61.6. All right, now back to the Packers. I just want to mention that because they were right there. That was easy to get to. Okay. Um, the Packers grade, like I said, a 75.3 overall. Offensively, 64.2. It's better than the Falcons. Passing grade, 57.7. That's better than the Falcons. Uh, pass blocking, 85.3. Way better. Doubled. It basically doubled the Falcons grade. Um, receiving grade, 62.2. The Falcons edged, edged them out there. The running grade was only a 60.7 for Green Bay. Falcons were better. 60.5 for run blocking. The Falcons were a little better. Uh, defensively, 76.8. Uh, the Falcons were a little bit better there. Run defense, 80.6 for the Green Bay Packers. You love to see that, especially against the Chicago Bears, who I think were in the top five in rushing last year, if I remember correctly. Um, run defense grade, 
Uh, they, like I said, they're better than the Falcons there. Uh, tackling grade 62.8. They're better than the Falcons. 68.7 on pass rush, better than the Falcons. 74.4 on coverage, uh, slightly under the Falcons. And then special teams grade 69.8. So we're definitely leading in more categories, but uh, the overall grade, they're a little bit higher than us. Jacob, that's up to be a pretty darn good game, doesn't it, man? Um, Clayton, they're, they're loading him on the cart. He's getting on the cart. Really. Get that guy some Geritol and put him back in. What are we doing? Give him his knee injection, please. I, I all right. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am. I'm not a conspiracy. Did you see the play? I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see anything. Did you? When you when you said something, I I clicked over real quick and I caught like one of the replays, and it didn't look like anything. Like this didn't look like Anthony Barr, you know, blowing up his collarbone. This looked like he like fell down or something i don't know i don't know if it's knee or calf i don't know i don't know about non-contact he was pressured in the pocket but it didn't look like anything crazy so Hmm. i don't know maybe tweak something you know dropping back or i i don't know that was you hear about a guy getting carted off you would think oh my god what happened and it's like i didn't i didn't see that yeah Hmm. I love this, dude. We got people in the chat just scatter fire and think, saying what they think it is. Eric Sutherland, torn Achilles. Oh, <laughs> man. Paul Robertson says, Rodgers looks depressed based on facial expression, pup list. And then Donald <laughs> K said, my goodness, since we were New Yorkers known for being wimpy. When, when, I'm sorry, when were New Yorkers known for being wimpy? I'll tell you what, man, that uh, that happened quick, boys. That happened real quick. Oh. I didn't see this. He said, look at his foot all straightened out. That typically is the sign of an Achilles, no doubt. Because the foot just dangles, they said. Like it's – you can't – you have no control of that. Yeah, so – all right. Back to the Packers, man. That sucks, but it is what it is, right? I'll tell you what, man. That's – the Jets put all those eggs in that basket, man. They sure did. Um, <laughs> nostalgic in the chat said this might go down as the biggest trade heist. <laughs> Laughing emoji. I hope he's all right, man. You guys, I mean, listen, yeah, it is what it is. But um, second round is heartless in the chat. Jeez, what was it? I said heartless. Just have a heart. Let's hope. Hopefully, it's nothing. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. We don't know yet. Yeah, they they they're firing. We got to get that sixty five percent. Gotta have it. All right, let's move on to the offensive side. Well, first of all, those team PFF grades. Tim, what do you think about that? Anything stand out to you, man? Yeah, uh, Atlanta and Green Bay, neck and neck. So it'll be great for a week two matchup. Um, I don't know. Just looking at the PFF grades overall for the teams, it seems like this is going to be a pretty good matchup here week two. I agree. Jacob, how you feel, Bob? Uh, I think it, what you brought up is that uh, our pass rush is going to absolutely dominate them. I think we're going to I think we're going to see more Kingsley. Dude, Kingsley and Ibarre, I, I, I rewatched this last game like three times today. He's a freak. Gary should have had two more sacks. LVN should have had another sack. Like, if, if we're not going against Justin Fields, and don't get me wrong, I, I do not think Justin Fields is a good quarterback. He's an amazing scrambler. He's an amazing athlete. We should have had probably five to six to seven, I don't know, maybe eight sacks on this guy. Even though Desmond Ritter is a decent mobile quarterback, I think that we're going to get another three, four, five sacks on this guy. Atlanta's not that good. I am worried about Bijan Robinson just running all over us. I'll be honest. Yeah, no doubt, man. All right. Um. Yeah. So, 
Let's see. We got a super chat here real quick, and we'll move on to the offensive grades. Uh, United Bates in the chat said, I guess the Jets O-line is an issue for sure, outside of jokes. Hope A-Rod is okay. I can't figure out what that dinging is, but it's driving me insane. I don't know if it's on my computer. You're asking me. Can you hear that, Jacob? Yeah, uh, it's probably your chat. Yeah, I have everything's closed out. It's crazy. Oh, you're talking about the chat in here, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. could be every time it dings. Anyway, all right, cool. United Bates, thank you so much for the super chat. But yeah, man, it, you know, Ryan talked about it. To, I mean, to nauseam, didn't he, Jacob? He was constantly talking about how the Jets' offensive line was hot garbage. And, and, you know, during the trade, the Jets fans were just kind of brushing it off, you know, when Ryan was kind of going back and forth with them on Twitter. Um, crazy, man. Crazy. And if you guys remember, my conspiracy theory was that they needed to trade for freaking David Bakhtiari. And that's why I said they're not playing him in Green Bay. I was almost tongue in cheek about it. But now I'm like, yeah, they knew they needed that guy. <laughs> like they knew <laughs> they had nobody guarding Rodgers. I mean, so evidently, Mike in the chat, Mike Evergreen seen something. He says, just an ankle, 65%. Is alive and well. Let's hope so, man. Sixty-five percent. Sixty-five. Let's make sure, though. That All might right. make sense, and maybe he just got rolled up or something at the end of that play. You know, that could, could be, be what it was. It was weird, man. Because, like I said, I didn't see him get rolled up. I didn't see, it. like you said, to me, it looked like non. I mean, it's the definition of non-contact. You know, typically that's like an ACL or something, but just weird. Yeah, strange. We'll see what happens. Let's go on to the. Go, go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. No, uh, one of the comment or the. Uh, Guys and listeners, I believe it was uh, Gray Matter. Yeah, so it's Discord. I believe that's what it is. Discord's giving you. Yeah, this. and I, I'm telling you, I don't have any other windows open, so I don't know. Discord decided that they're just going to embed their whole thing into my computer, and I erased it like eight times. <laughs> Every time I restart my computer, it's like Discord's back, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess. Yeah. So, anyways, thanks. I don't know. I can't do anything about it on my end. Like I said, I don't have any windows open, so I apologize, guys. We'll try to get through it. It's going to be annoying. I might punch my screen, but just break yourself for that, right? Um, all right, let's see here, Jordan. Love, or if, if you know which Discord chat it is, go jump in there and tell them to shut up. Do that for me, great man. Tell them to <laughs> simmer down now. All right, let's see here. What we got next? Let's do this. Let's go to the offense. Offensive side of the ball, PFF grades. Um, I'm going to rattle them off top 10 offensively. Highest grades for the Green Bay Packers. We had Zach Tom at 84.8. Romeo Dobbs at a 78.4, David Bakhtiari at a 78.3, Aaron, Aaron Jones at a 71.3, Royce Newman, only five snaps. Everybody calm down. Five snaps, 70.2. Uh, Samori Torre actually had a 66.9. Luke Musgrave, 63.3. John Runyon, 63.1. And then Jaden Reed, 62.9. Elton Jenkins, 61.1. Sound like Elton had a little bit of a rough day. I'll go ahead and mention Jordan Love. He was in the 11 spot at a 60.8. Guys, I said it on the post game show. That's that feels right to me. Like he he was off, and the fact that he still protected the football though it really says a lot. It does. Like to 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 not have your timing down. It's your very first start as a starter, right? Like as the starter of the Green Bay Packers, and you're missing your number one target in Christian Watson. Um, just the fact he didn't turn the ball over. That's the thing that I said going in. It's going to come down to turnover differential, right? That's going to be the big deciding factor. You heard Matt, Coach LaFleur, say in the in the locker room, I, I told you we needed to be plus two, and we were plus two. That's what he was talking about. So, uh, Jacob, what sticks out to you on those grades right there, man, on offense? I mean, those grades are I, – I, I love the grades, obviously. And if you look at the pass blocking especially, I mean, it's unbelievable. David Bakhtiari does not need to practice, guys. I'm sorry. He just doesn't. He had 90 freaking grades. All right. 
And then right there, Ray J. Stewart said, J-Lo's pass rating on third and fourth down is 1 million. The guy was actually, like, incredible. And if you remember, what we thought about with Jordan Love is, like, can he withstand pressure? Can he withstand, you know, the the, the, the overall blitz? He, he's not good at that. He's not good uh, being under pressure and being able to roll out. The guy was cool as a cucumber, man. He was cooler than the other side of the pillow. The guy was just smoking Marlboro's just sitting there like nothing affects him like in any way. The guy just looks like we've talked about his his even his demeanor when he did the post game show. He doesn't seem like even he's like excited. He's like, yeah, I knew we we're gonna win. Like, and even even when we fumbled the ball, we protected yes! the, we yes! protected the ball and turned it into a net positive. Yes, thank you, Tim. I was gonna bring that up, and and that was the poise that I was gonna be talking about. Is that like even when the play goes completely in the pooper this dude just picks it up rolls out looks across his body throws off his back his back foot and uh musgrave dude just kind of you know figure out how to put your legs underneath you because that should have been a touchdown but what happened the next play freaking dime to dobbs for a fade to the corner route i mean like it's just so exciting it's amazing yeah no doubt man uh, RJ Stewart in the chat says Jay loves passer rating on third and fourth down is 1 million, man. He it, it reminded, it. <laughs> reminded me of Aaron Rodgers back in the day. You remember me talking about how he would, yeah, I think he, I think he led the league the year they won the Super Bowl. He led the league in passer rating on third down and also against the blitz. That stuff is really, really important, but and also, the, go ahead. Sorry, real quick. We all talked about the fact that this guy apparently had a trouble with the deep ball. Yesterday, guys, he threw four completions of over 30 yards. Four wow. completions of over 30 yards. I'm just saying. <laughs> I believe that that was uh, at least in the top five of the, the NFL. So, here's, here's a little bit of perspective for you. Paul Robertson said if Love completed five more passes, it would be the best quarterback performance all week. Mm-hmm. Pretty, wild. Pretty wild. All right, let's say. Uh, I was thinking of what Jacob mentioned about, um, you know, when we were talking about making something out of nothing when something kind of breaks down even that first touchdown dart to Dobbs he kind of had to hitch and hesitate and kind of adjust his arm angle a little bit um he wanted to get that ball out sooner but but Dobbs was still kind of working free coming across the middle there so even that first one was kind of technically an off-platform adjustment so I, I think he looked really good yeah no doubt no doubt Mike Hebrin in the chat says, Love after uh, week number one in passer rating at 123.3 is sixth in QBR, 73.4. United Bates, I guess you haven't seen it yet, but he said, uh, you'll have, Y'all have to play the clip from Rogers' post game interview a couple years back. My knee. We got a little bit of it here, man. My knee. Um, you know. <laughs> it's the eye for me. Um, <laughs> you had to think about what he was going to say next. Um, let's see here. Eric Sutherland says, um, just think how veteran quarterbacks would have fell on that ball. Uh, love calm and cool, scooped it and chucked it. That was <laughs> cool, man. He's a, he's a baller, Tim. He is, man. Yeah. Cooler than a polar bear's toenails. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, what else we got in the chat real quick? All right, we're good. We're all caught up. All right. Let's move on to defense. Well, first of all, on the offensive side of the ball, the big thing that sticks out to me, Zach Tom, 84.8, Box, 78.3. Uh, Guys, if you've got the edge protected well like that, 
Um, you're gonna you're gonna do really well. I didn't even get to see where did Josh Myers come in at. Do we have him on this list? Not great. Not great. I'm telling you, man. There was there was one time in my notes. There was a a mid screen play to Aaron Jones, and he absolutely crapped the bed, man. I mean, it was absolutely horrible. He literally he was the reason Aaron Jones couldn't catch the pass. And I'm like, you're already downfield. You know it's a screen pass. Why the hell are you standing just standing there in the middle where the pass is? Like he's like he's lost. But, yeah, his PFF grade of 44.0. Holy cow, man. Holy cow. Anyway, all right. And we still beat the Bears. How funny is that? Uh, so the edges are well protected. Zach Tom, in my opinion, probably good chance he's a left tackle of the future. And then Romeo Dobbs, 78.4, coming through for his boy, Jordan Love. Man, what a great, great performance there. Let's move on to defense. I'll read them off top 10 highest Ooh. grades. Somebody needs, to, somebody needs to calm Tim down right now. Because <laughs> number one, Quay Walker. And listen, he had 49 snaps before he left with that head injury. Yo. 49 snaps. <laughs> 92.1 PFF elite grade. His coverage grade, 91.7. Absolutely phenomenal. Yo, number two, we got Rashawn Gary, 83.4. Number three, Devontae Wyatt, 82.5. Number four, Rasul Douglas, 75.7. Number five, Darnell Savage, 72.3. Number five, uh, Typer Fifth with a 72.3. Also is Preston Smith. Number seven, Eric Wilson, 70.9. Number eight, Kenny Clark at a 70.8. His pass rush grade was a 76.8. Number nine, Jair Alexander, 70.7. And then number 10, Devondre Campbell, 70.6. That's good to see. And how about the rookie, Colby Wooden? 36 snaps, guys, in his first game. 69.7 PFF grade. Guys, that's that's solid for a rookie. And then you got Carrington Valentine got in the lineup 20 times. 20 snaps, 68.8. And then TJ Slayton with 40 snaps, a 67.3. But it's worth mentioning his run defense grade, 79.0. I'm going to jump ahead to Lucas Van Ness. 35 snaps for the rookie edge defender. 60.8, not great. But his tackling grade, 72.0, pass rush, 69.2, definitely something to build on. What do you think about it, Jay? Yeah, man, if I'm looking at this, honestly, what, what shines to me is, I mean, like the fact that Gary only had 12 snaps. But there were 12 snaps that, like, all 12, you're like, oh, Gary's there. Like you Every time. See, Every time. He's just a beast, bro. And then what else uh, stands out to me is that Quite Walker, Rashawn Gary, and Devontae Wyatt, all three of our top rated pff grades all had horrible horrible garbage garbage tackling grades now i understand that because all three of them missed would-be sacks in the backfield if you remember that and it was uh also jair open sack easy sack but J- justin fields is a freak there is a reason that the guy has an nfl career is because he's he's just a freak and if you also look at quay walker's coverage grade 91.7 Darnell Savage tackling grade, 87.1. Preston Smith's run defense, 81.4. Guys, we got a defense. We got a freaking defense. And I know that we have to temper the expectations because this is the Bears. And they are the worst team in the NFL. So, you know. Damn, it still felt good, Jacob. It still felt good. It still felt good. (laughs) It still felt good. I'm just saying, we, we do need to be, we need to humble ourselves and, learn that and next you know next week we're going to the to the falcons i i don't really think they're a great team they're a new team they're a young team i think Bijan robinson could possibly throw some hurt down on us 
But I think that uh, this team is poised and ready and that nobody thought they were going to start this hot. And now, who knows, man? Sky's the limit. Yeah, no doubt. Tim, what do you think about the defense, man? And uh, you're not allowed to talk about Quay Walker. No, I'm just joking, man. Let it rip. <laughs> oh, man, you just you took everything away from me. <laughs> Tim has signed off. <laughs> and guys, I I can't say enough about my boy. I am so freaking ecstatic. What a way to start your season, year two, after – Everyone wanted you to fail. Everyone wanted to create this narrative that you couldn't do it. You're a hothead. You're not going to find success in this league. And look what we have. Who's number one on the defensive grades list? Quay. Quay Walker. (laughs) And, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm almost at a loss for words because I'm so proud and just excited. And, And you know, if I can um, just I, – sorry to interrupt you, but what we saw from from Quay is that the, the, the Bears tried to get in his head. They tried. They had We had scrums, dude. We had guys throwing, you know, this and that, throwing – there was penalties thrown. Quay kept his nose clean out of there. He had nothing to do with nothing, no scraps, no penalties, nothing like that because the guy knows that they're trying to come for him. And he said going into this year that he has an awareness that they're going to try to use that as a weakness on him. And what did he do? Like you said, number one defender in the freaking game. Unbelievable. Played like a professional. That's what pros do. If you're a professional, I don't care what field you're in. If you're a professional and you know that you may have a weakness and you can admit that to yourself, you want to learn from it and you want to get better and improve and not let people exploit it. And it's the same thing here. And you're right. I'm sure, I'm sure he – probably took a deep breath more than once or twice <laughs> during that game to just kind of count it out and let it go. Um, and you're right. You know, th- I like the chippiness and I like the fire that this team has, but it, it is concerning because, you know, when you're backing yourself up 15 yards at a time, sometimes with the extracurriculars, you know, that can tilt a game too. So I just hope our young guys overall keep their heads and maybe, maybe Quay is that example, you know, maybe Qu- that's, that's another way that he can be a leader uh, with this young squad, particularly the defense. So um, I can't say enough about Quay, man. I, I'm just really happy that uh, he balled out, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again in week two. Um, I don't know if we have much of an update other than concussion protocol for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. So that's a question mark. I mean, if he's in the protocol, though, chances are what do we, we'll know some by what, Thursday? You know, like if he doesn't clear – clear a protocol he's probably not going to go tim did you know that Devonte wyatt is top 10 in pressure percentage in the whole nfl right now come on <laughs> he may be top 10 but i'll tell you who's number one in barbecue and that's old southern barbecue smokehouse five locations in rice lake hudson arden hills minneapolis and shakopee and uh guys if you get a chance you're in that area look them up Google is your friend. Go drop by, have some great barbecue. I know the staffs are absolutely amazing, and uh, they they also do catering too. If you're going to throw together a Packer party, you're having some friends over, some cold beer, you want to have some barbecue catered in, they'll take care of all that for you. Just make sure you give them enough notice, give them a call, kind of see what their their uh, catering menu looks like. Also, if you're at a distance like me, 
you can go to their website, OldSouthernBBQ.com. That's OldSouthernBBQ.com. And uh, you can purchase their sauces. You can purchase their rub packs, all that stuff. Um, and you know, I, I love, I don't know about you guys, but I love grilling. I love smoking meat. It's just something, it's it's kind of a pastime for me, man. I, I, there is nothing better than a Saturday afternoon, especially in the fall, throwing a rack of ribs on for about six or seven hours and just let those puppies slow cook. They've got everything you need at Old Southern Barbecue Smokehouse at OldSouthernBBQ.com. These are their four sauces. They've got uh, Southern Gals Sweet Brown Sugar. they got Dixie Red, which is rich and smoky. they got Chicago Blue that's mild and tangy. And my favorite, which is uh, – the Chicago fire. And obviously it's uh, extremely bold and hot. Love that stuff on any kind of barbecue. You put it on burgers, you put it on anything. Man. I'll tell you what it's really good on too. It sounds silly. Sounds weird, but a Nathan's hot dog, man, you put a little Ooh. bit of that fire on it. Oh my God, man. It, it slaps. I'm just telling you it slaps. So make sure you go check them out again. That's old Southern barbecue smokehouse. Uh, that's old Southern barbecue.com. Be sure if you make a purchase online to type in the promo code, Packer Net 15. Okay. That's capital P, Packer, no space, capital N for net, ET, right? And one five, no spaces, Packer Net 15, and get your 15% off of online purchase. You will not uh, be sorry that you did. And we appreciate them sponsoring the show for sure. Let's move on to special teams, guys. I don't know how you guys feel, but I am no longer going to overlook special teams moving forward after what happened a couple years ago. And I am so glad that Rich Passaccia is in the house. And this is what's really cool. You guys know they signed Jonathan Owens in the offseason, right? And what did I say? He was the only safety that was graded out worse than Darnell Savage. I joked, you know, till the cows came home that, man, Goody's got a top. Goody's got a top. Look at this PFF grade on special teams. Jonathan Owens, 20 snaps. I believe he was second on the team in special team snaps, only behind Dallin Levitt. A 77.9 PFF special teams grade. Number two, only four snaps, but still the rookie, Tucker Craft, 76.3. Number three, Patrick Taylor, halfback that they elevated for this game off the practice squad, 74.4. Keyshawn Nixon at number four with a 71.0. Kingsley Enigbare at a 69.6. The rookie, Carrington Valentine at a 68.7. Josiah DeGuara at a 68.2. Justin Hollins at a 66.6, Isaiah McDuffie, 65.2, and TJ Slayton at a 61.6. Those are your top 10 special teams grades. Jacob, man, special teams matters, dude. I feel like our special teams showed up yesterday. Now, I do not see the kicker. Let's see where he's at. Anders Carlson's down there. Now, I think – I don't know if they have a – yeah, they do have a field goal grade, 69.9. I don't know what all comes into effect when it comes to the kicker's grade. Maybe it's – placement of the kick when it crosses the crossbar. I have no idea, but I do know this. Anders Carlson was five for five, um, if I remember correctly. Was he five for five on extra points and then one for one on field goals? Am I thinking, Jacob? He was five for five on PATs, and he hit a 52-yarder, and I swear to God, that thing could have been good from 70. Yeah. Guy, and it was right down the middle. Right down the middle, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, don't, I, I love PFF. I am a sucker for PFF. I think that's the best – thing that we have everybody you know if you're a hitter at pff just okay try it do it yourself let me know what you're great um but that being said you know i don't understand how the heck he gets a grade a kicking grade where he made five of five he's six of six all right so to me it's 100 he's perfect. six of six and he got a he got a kicking grade a field goal grade specific field goal grade of 69.9 gentlemen what brings me to my next point don't, don't. smoke crack 
Like, I don't understand how that grade works, Tim. You got any insight on that, man? Uh, no, because <laughs> I just I don't get it either, Clayton. I really don't. I'm sorry. I got a really what? great fun fact here, and I just what? I'm glad I remembered it. Do you guys want to know who the first overall fastest guy that was uh, clocked in um, in the NFL Sunday? Yeah, it was Tyree Kill. Anticlimactic, I know, but guess who's number two? Who? Aaron freaking Jones. Hold up, man. So, what was, the speed? what was it? What, what was the first one and what was the second one? Tariq Hill. Tyreek, what was I know Tariq was number one. I don't know what the specific one, uh, specific one was, but Aaron Jones, if I'm not mistaken, I saw a, a stat that he was the second overall clock fastest time over Ooh. 20 miles an hour. I'm that is saying. wild, man. People and it goes hand in hand with what you were talking about, Tim. Like they've, they have limited the wear and tear on him, haven't they? Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I think it's just, it's just load management, man. You know, you, you've got a weapon like that, you know, he's only a good weapon if he's on the field. And if that means you've got to kind of moderate the load to keep him on the field throughout the game, then that's what you got to do. It just is what it is. That's not a knock on Aaron Jones at all. That's, that's just, you, you know, knowing the players that you have and how to get the best out of them period. Like I said, he's, he's just not the type of running back that you you're going to ride for four quarters straight like that. And that's where we need to see our depth come into play here. And uh, you know, I, I'd like to see AJ Dillon get it going, you know, real soon. Cause that would be really nice to see uh, him pick up those complimentary snaps and we just stay full steam ahead, you know, going forward. Yeah, definitely. I know it's hard for you guys to see this. Let me go full screen. Maybe you can see it, but I'll read it to you. Matt Schneiman's tweet said, Tariq Hill has the two fastest top speeds in week one so far per next-gen stats, hitting 21.6 miles per hour and 21.5 miles per hour on separate touchdowns. The next fastest top speed in the NFL, old man Aaron Jones, who hit 21.48 miles per hour on his choice route touchdown on fourth and three yesterday. So, they keep calling it a choice route, but I, I didn't see any choice. To me, it looked like an angle route. And the reason I say that's, I mean, you can you can kind of tell the way that Jordan reads it. Jordan's Jordan's not expecting him to run the flats. So, but anyway, that's that's splitting hairs. That's good stuff, man. Twenty one point four miles per hour. Somebody needs to get Madden on the phone and say, yeah. "Hey, bro, we need that speed, speed increased bro. a little bit." I'm just saying. I'm just it saying. Like they, when they clocked his speed, it was like that episode of The Office when Michael Scott runs in front of the car <laughs> beat it oscar nobody can beat it <laughs> i love it love it love it love it that is freaking awesome man absolutely awesome oh All right. by the way, I think can i say one more thing yeah man absolutely how freaking much did it bother you guys did y'all notice that what is justin fields cadence have you heard it yeah it's green 19 and green i think 19. it's luke getsy bro it's luke what are you doing bro that happens every time an offensive coordinator goes to another team. Yeah, like you'll, you'll hear Aaron use the same cadence. Hey, where did where did Aaron get it from? Think about it. Brett Favre used yeah. it before Aaron, right? Um, Blue ninety. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is, like, some people say, "Well, that's a different team. They need to use the cadence they're used to." Uh, I don't know, man. They look at Mercedes Lewis, Bob Tunyon, Lucas yeah. Patrick. Kind of makes sense, <laughs> right? But I understand what you're saying. It's weird hearing it, wasn't it? I did not enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not enjoy it. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. All right, man. Um, I think we're pretty much wrapped up here. I think we covered everything we wanted to. Is there anything else you guys wanted to hit before we wrap this big bear up? 
since we're talking about coordinators, can we uh, can we give Joe Barry a uh, A plus oh. for his first first game in the booth? Huh? Take it out. Oh, my, man. my man, I'm telling you, when I watched the tape, I'm like, Joe Barry was in his bag. And then when they got inside the red zone, they got inside the 10, he went zero, right? He went with yep. that coverage, got a little bit more aggressive, played that 99 contain. The, I'm telling you, every time they had the 34 front, they played basically 34 jam, which is the nose is zero over the center. And you've got a five-man front. And they he's, let him play 99. He's seeing it better from up there already, I think. I think so too, man. And, and we're going to get a great test this Sunday, guys. What time's that kickoff, Jacob? Do you know what time that kickoff is, man? Noon, noon I believe. My man got the schedule right there. What time is it? Noon. noon. I love it, dude. Love it. My man's prepared. Old school schedule taped to the wall. Let's go, dude. Some of y'all pretend like y'all are loyal fans. <laughs> you think God never farted? I'm all about it, man. Um, so, noon game, right? Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta had high PFF grades all year last year. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they did. It was like all season long they were in the top ten on PFF. I think they play pretty fundamentally sound. It's just they don't have a quarterback, right? So just, you know, I haven't looked at their tape yet. That's going to be the plan if everything goes as planned. Wednesday I'm going to look at their tape. So when we hop on here Thursday, we'll try to start to talk about maybe how they'll attack them. But at first glance, let me put it up here one more time, and then we'll we'll end this thing, I promise. Um, let's see their passer rate. Yeah, 57.7, that's a weak spot. What's their strength? Um, I'm sorry, 51.8, that's the weak spot. Pass blocking, 44.9. So, really, you got to treat this. Honestly, this feels, like, this feels like the Chicago Bears all over again. Yep. You need to treat this game the same game plan that you used against the Chicago. Now, the problem is the Atlanta Falcons have the tape, and they're going to see exactly what you did, right? And they're going to try to exploit the things that you may or may not have done. They're tackling grades bad. This just kind of feels like one of those games, just like the Bears, Tim. Pound the rock, stop their run, and and try to win that turnover differential, like like Matt LaFleur was saying, man. Try to stay plus two, win the win the game, right? Absolutely. And, I, you know, I see this – this could be one of those defensive type games, both sides here. When you just even just glancing at the PFF numbers, like, you know, I think our offense is going to do okay. Um, but I, I, I don't know if this is another, you know, 38 to 40 point type of game, you know, just, just glancing right here, super early, obviously. But um, yeah, I think, um, you know, Atlanta's probably, what did, what did the bears defense grade out at? on <laughs> Go to the bottom of that PFF team list. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we can get down that far. I've got a screenshot here. Let's see. Yeah, they're way, the they way down there. I'll, no I'll look it up real quick. You guys keep talking. I'll look it up real quick. I'm just saying Atlanta, 79.2 defensive grade. You know, clearly they're they're better than the Bears defensively. So I agree with you. We, we want to take that similar approach uh, scheme-wise, uh, game plan-wise. But um, I would expect a little more uh, – resistance from the Atlanta defense. Uh, and I, I certainly think they'll probably play better at home than the bears did in their building. So um, I think we win. I think we win comfortably, but maybe not as comfortably as we, we won yesterday, just super early looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. The Chicago bears were 25th overall in the entire league uh, this week. Their run grade was an 82.9, but other than that, 50s, 50s, 40s, 60s, 50s, 40s, 60s, 70s, uh, 60s, 
40s, 50s, 40s. They were. They got the 70 in trash talking, right? That was the only thing they graded <laughs> high at. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a rough. Uh, that's a rough goal, man. Especially for a, a fan base that was so excited, man. They, I mean, they were convinced this is the year, and the media just kept on, kept on. Gas the Bears up. are delusional, and they keep delusing. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgic in the chat said, "Imagine we get back-to-back blowout road wins. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That would definitely be nice." And of course, uh, Eric Sutherland gets it, man. He said, uh, "Ritter better eat his Wheaties." <laughs> yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, we're gonna get out of here. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us. I want to give a shout out to uh, Mike Hebring, John Baker, and United Bates. Thank you guys so much for the super chat. Also, I need to read these off real quick because we I, there's going to come a time where we can't read them off, but I definitely want to acknowledge the fact that people are becoming uh, PTA Posse uh, YouTube members and uh, really, really appreciate your all support. We got Chet. These are the new ones, okay, in the last 24 hours. Chet, Sheeburger. Dorian, One Life, Jordan Peterson, It's Snoopy, <laughs> Nick McClain, <laughs> Adam Mason, Bassmaster. I love it. There's no R either. It's Bassmaster with an A, 911. Uh, Jimmy O'Neill, Reborn K1, Brody, Derek W, Colin uh, Scott, Tom Lyons, Dark Knight, Teebs, Deepwood, <laughs> Stephen Love, Casey Oldman. Um, and Patricia P, thank you guys so much for becoming uh, YouTube members of the PTA Posse. And like I said, everyone who is an active YouTube uh, member of the PTA Posse, when we, uh, I, I'm going to say here in the next, it's either going to be week two or week three, we'll go ahead and put you guys into the next drawing for the autographed John Coon jersey for sure. And again, we're looking for iheasy340. If we see him in the chat, we need to hear from him. He won the Lucas Van Ness jersey. We don't want to have to spin it again. I definitely want him to get it. But if he doesn't come forward and claim the prize, then it's going to be uh, we're going to be forced to spin it again. But again, that is I capital H E E Z Y three four zero. And uh, and again, we've got ways to cross check um, if it is actually them. So when you hear this, Iheasy, make sure you send me an email, Packers Total Access at gmail.com. And again, I believe it was John Baker. I think that one. Um, Info. Yeah, I've, I've got to send that to you for sure. Yeah, his name is John Baker. Congratulations on winning the uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, jersey patch there for sure. So we'll get that sent out to you ASAP. And uh, Eric Sutherland gets it, man. He says, cool. 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 All right, here, here's, here's a little update on Aaron Rodgers. We'll get out of here. Nick the Realtor says, for the record, they x-rayed Aaron's ankle, and it was a negative x-ray. I don't think it's his calf but he is out for the game. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Kind of strange. So probably going to have to get an MRI and see exactly what's going on. Um, parting thoughts. Jacob, you got anything, bub? Uh, really surprised that I saw Dallin Levitt do a couple good things. I saw him do some great plays. <laughs> I saw him make some weird good tackles. The guy all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, Dallin Levitt's here. All right. And uh, love scrambles. Guys, love scramble for 10 yards. If you remember on that third and short, uh, forced it to a fourth and three. The next play was that Jones quote-unquote choice route for a touchdown. Jordan Love is able to use his legs when he needs to. People are going to be completely shocked by the end of the year when Jordan Love has more rushing yards than Justin Fields. And to put that into perspective, if he doesn't have that scramble, right, they probably don't go for it on fourth down. Probably not. Probably don't. So, Tim, parting thoughts, buddy? Uh, while we're on the safety subject, uh, great points there, 
and observations by Jacob because I, I kind of thought that myself about uh, Levitt looks uh, pretty good out there in uh, in trash time. So uh, that being said, your boy Clayton Rudy Ford, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm I, I am I am going to say this though. Uh, in the same breath that it's still early, it's one game. So I'm going to give Rudy, you know, plenty of time here to, to really show up and show out. But what we saw yesterday was uh, I don't believe his, his full potential. I didn't think he had a really good game. And if that continues, I am going to look towards uh, J.O. and uh, Dallin Levitt and Anthony Johnson Jr. Uh, even in his gains, you know, it's, we clearly see that, Darnell Savage is ready to play this year, or at least he was ready to play the bears. So, and we know there's 9 million reasons why he's the number one anyway. So we got to find someone else to put back there with him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that battle for number two safety position kind of continue here as we progress. Yeah, definitely not. Guys, you know, I'm, I'm the president of the Rudy Ford fan club, man. There's no doubt about it, but watching him play yesterday was rough, man. The penalty too. And just, he was, he just didn't look like the same Rudy Ford we seen early last year. Hopefully, he can get it together because yesterday. Oh no! We suck again. That's exactly how I felt about it. I'm just telling you right now. Um, all right, good deal. We got it. Chat's caught up. Oh, look at that! I'm glad. God, I'm so glad I didn't end it. That would have sucked to waste this. United Bates with the super chat. <laughs> I love it, dude. This. Is, thank you so much for the super chat, man. He said, "If Tim narrates an audio book, I'm buying it." Regardless of what it's about, dude, does that man not have the perfect radio voice? I'm just telling you, me, I sound like it, it. I listen to it back occasionally and I'm like, oh, I can't stand it. Tim gets on there. I, it, it's like hearing John Wayne talk or something. Man. It's Clayton, Clayton, let's let's write a book just so I can read it, man. <laughs> hey, hey. Chapter one, the businessman. <laughs> the businessman. You guys know that reference, Michael yeah. Scott. You should write a book. <laughs> write it. Chapter one. Let's call it threat level midnight. Somehow I manage. Somehow, and it's the cover of me on the shrugging. Sh- <laughs> uh, now, seriously though, United Bates, dude. I know how many memberships you gifted, and you you're you're yes. super chatting consistently, dude. We really appreciate you supporting the Thank channel, you. man. It means the world to us. Dude. That's we awesome. Really, I love it. Yeah, definitely. And uh, one th- one thing we will say as we wrap up here. Just to kind of recap the, uh, the the Packers-Bears game, this is the only thing that comes to mind. Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. That's it right there. Denny said it best. The Bears were exactly what the, who we thought they were. They're hot garbage. All right? They're a trash organization. That's just the way it is. So they got some good fans. I got to be honest, but. The, the the bad ones far outweigh us. So we're out of here. Thank you guys in the chat. You guys are awesome. Thanks to and congratulations to all the YouTube uh, members of, of the PTA Posse. Appreciate you guys supporting the stream. And uh, for those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. And go Pack Go. The power sweep. Actually, it's the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. Double tackle.